This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Shall we begin? you convince everyone that she's good good is not a thing you are kamala it is a thing you do i know trusting up as captain marvel's weird i spend too much time in fantasy land if you save one life you save the world Hello, everybody, and welcome to Popcorn Culture with Lynn Shamila and Arvin. Uh, today, we are reviewing a show that's actually been out for a while, but just concluded. So we thought, OK, we can finally talk about it. Uh, and that is Miss Marvel. You know, I, I feel each time one of these new MCU shows come out that I might have a little bit of fatigue, um, that it might be a little too much. Um, and with Miss Marvel, I certainly felt that when it dropped. I will say, though, the moment I started watching the show, it really felt so fresh and does such fun, interesting things with the genre. Um, I'm really glad that I, I started watching it. It didn't necessarily live up to the initial promise. I feel like there's a definite point in the series where it dips. Uh, but still, I had so much fun watching the show. I think Miss Marvel is easily the most conflicted I have ever felt for an MCU show. Um, there, are, there are episodes in it that I got me emotional and that I love, love, love. The highs are super high. And there are actually episodes that I hate and it got me emotional in a different way, like very angry, <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, so it, it's, it had those, you know, the peaks and valley stuff. Um, I can say, though, that after it's done, it's easily in the top three as well of my favorite MCU things that I'm going to remember and that has me very excited for where things are going after the show. So now that it's done, it's quite crucial because, um, you know, without wanting to spoil anything, I think we have given people timestamp of episodes in the past and, you know, said, for example, you have to wait till past episode three for things to pick up. Miss Marvel's slightly different because I think the dip happens sort of in the middle. And if we had reviewed this last week before the finale came out, I think our conversation today would be very different. And that maybe speaks to the kinds of quality issues that we're talking about. That episode on episode, you're going to feel slightly differently about the whole show. But Miss um, Marvel is, I guess, best described as a teenage coming of age story for a superhero who is a huge superhero fan, specifically of Captain Marvel. And um, she is, of course, Kamala Khan. And her abilities seem well it's hard to say right because her abilities aren't fully explained they seemingly get unlocked when she receives a bangle from her grandmother but not that might not necessarily be where they come from and i think very important to say that Kamala Khan is Pakistani-American. Mm -hmm. um, the whole show is set very much in this New Jersey community of uh, Muslims, particularly not necessarily just Pakistanis, but centered around a mosque. So it's a it's a very community-based yes, show. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I, I feel like as um, MCU the MCU evolves, um, there are opportunities to tell different kinds of stories. And at least from the at least in the the early parts of the show, it really does that. In fact, the first 
I want to say like two to three episodes barely feel like a superhero show at all. And, and I love that. It feels like mm. a teen coming of age story. It feels like the story of an immigrant family. Um, it feels like the story of friendship and high school. I love all of those things. I love that um, it takes on those tropes and just kind of runs wild with it, right? In every way, from the way the show looks, the music they use. Um, that's actually the stuff I liked more. So this uh, this show was conceived as like a live action into the Spider-Verse. So they said that's what they were going for with the vibes and the aesthetic and the look of it, right? I think the problem with that is that the vibe isn't consistent. Like you see it in some episodes and then some episodes you don't see it at all. It just like falls or fades away like halfway through the show. Then you see bits and pieces. So there's like severe inconsistency. Like you see the credits and suddenly you remember like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. this was supposed to be this look. Like but super, this whole episode didn't do it. Yeah, like super poppy, colorful yeah. kind of thing. But then they don't do that. And like you said, I think the MCU gets in its own way. Uh, the worst episodes or the worst scenes in the show are when the MCU tries mm. to be huge and grandiose and mythology building and with the action superhero stuff. Uh, Miss Marvel is a very indie ground level hero, even in the comics. I think she sh they should have just left her at that. Like she protects New Jersey of all places, <laughs> not even New York, but New Jersey. But that's her thing, right? Um, she's your friendly neighborhood superhero. Um, and I think when the MCU tries to be too big for its own shows, that's when the problems come in. Because you can clearly see they don't have the budget for it either. They don't have the budget and I think they might not have the storytelling bravery and I'm not sure whether mm. that is to do with the actual people involved in the show or the studio and their larger needs about what Miss Marvel is eventually supposed to be or, you know, whatever. Because the... Thank you, Sharmila, for bringing up the Pakistani-American because it's also worth saying first-generation Pakistani-American yes. and that therefore her family comes um, or, or has a huge history um, within partition. And that then becomes its own theme, its own very strong theme and storyline within the show. And at f I think actually a lot of the stuff to do with the grander things, specifically MCU and grappling with partition and trying to like mm. handle whatever, mm. you know, whatever happened between India and Pakistan and the fallout generations from now. I don't think, I think that part was where it started to fall apart a bit. So, one particular episode starts with a sort of historical reel of yeah. sorts, right? Mm. Um, about the partition. Um, and I have to say, a part of me, like, I, I got goosebumps. I almost, like, became mm. teary because I was like, when did I ever think that I would see this in a Marvel show? It's a big deal. It's a big deal that a show like this, a show that's supposed to be mainstream, a show that's about superheroes, for God's sake, um, actually takes on the partition and talks about the impact of colonization. It was a high point. But then the show never really delivers on that high point. Um, it, it's almost like this show simultaneously wants to do really big things, but then never does quite enough to do those things justice. Um, and again, maybe it goes back to a couple of things, right? We've talked about this before. Why does this need to be a six-episode show? Um, why couldn't this have been a movie? Um, why does it have to be 40-minute episodes? Like, why this structure? So there are a lot of issues in terms of, um, I think, those limitations that kind of kind of sideline these big issues that the show wants to do. And also, I mean, you know, speaking of partition, right, they could have spoken about or touched on those things without having to show it. And I think that goes back to MCU's mm. uh, need to be like huge and grand and let's show them the budget or the scenery or the whatever, you know, the LED screens. Um, and so they have to <laughs> they have to keep doing these things. 
they could have just alluded to it. I don't think any of us needed to see any of those things. It, it could have stayed very, very, um, it could have stayed very low-key, like low-key, in, in, the, in the sense that that show nice. was big in a way that it was, you could see that they knew how to use the budget, but it was also very like lo-fi, you know, it, it, it stayed true to its, uh, its, its vibes and its, uh, you know, it was consistent. So you know what's most disappointing about mm. that is that the actors are definitely good enough to have done so. And, and that's a disappointment because you, they could very much have emotionally alluded to, used it, like you said, as a touchstone, as a returning point or theme for the family without having to do a literal Indiana Jones style map and historical reel Um, and that is because of the strength if not of the writing then 100% of the performances because the family unit so one of the things that I like a lot about about Kamala's family and Miss Marvel as a whole is that Look, we've all seen teenage films of the outsider kid who just wants to fit in. She's not really that. Uh, We've all seen movies or shows about immigrant kids who feel that they are being put upon because of their culture. She's not really that. Uh, She's not even really a rebel. You know, she's not really having like a huge conflict or crisis of confidence with her parents. It's not really that. She's the kid. I mean, she's just a teenage kid that a lot of us would recognize. So yeah, making two points. Firstly, that the performances are definitely good enough that they didn't have to hit us over the head with it. But secondly, that, and this, I guess, are my feelings about it. You know, on the one hand, it's really good. On the other hand, not so much. But the stuff that's really good, I love the dynamics. She's a kid, but also she's a massive nerd. Yes. Yeah. Which is important to say. She's a huge geek. She's a huge geek. And you know, it's okay. Um, I, I love that you brought that up, Lynn, that um, nothing about this feels stereotypical or, or, or sort of tropey, mm. right? Even the immigrant parents. They're not immigrant parents in that typical sense. There are no huge arguments about culture versus modernity. Um, instead, it's actually just normal parent stuff and then you know they just happen to eat Pakistani food at home Uh, it's it's they don't have the prom dress discussion. Yes. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's that yep. exact discussion that we've all seen. You're not wearing that young lady. This one plays out like that, but in a different way because, you know, mini Hulk, big Hulk. Like it's a different conversation. <laughs> and the acting is so good. Like everyone in this little family unit are so lovely to spend time with. Um, um, there's, of course, uh, Iman Velani who plays Kamala, but her mom, Zenobia Shroff, is so, so good. Um, her dad, Mohan Kapoor, Abu, um, also just so fun every time he's on screen. I loved her grandma as well, um, who was a sort of unexpected presence, um, Samina Ahmad. But um, I I think it's quite telling that my favourite episode out of all six has nothing to do with superheroes. And in fact, it's basically a big, giant wedding. Um, Mm. It has the best sort of, it has the best family moments. It has so much heart. Um, it's so, I don't know, like watching it made me feel like, oh, if this is what representation looks like, sign me up because like I want so much more of this. Oh, I love the family. Like in that episode, right, you, there is a sense of danger that approaches yes. the family mm. and you genuinely feel afraid for them and you're like, no, don't put them in harm's way. You know, they should be protected at all costs. Um, and I love how the family have layers or has layers to it. So the most religious person in the in the family is the older brother who mm. is not who you who you would expect because the parents are into like Bon Jovi um, and I also love that they are not strict for strict sake you know they are not one dimensional they are strict but they also worry for her they are also supportive they also like uh, try to understand what she's going through as a teenager so there's so much to digest um, I love the tiny tiny touch of her mom 
packing food for Bruno when he's about yes, to leave. Yes, The packing food is such Bruno, a... Bruno, her white friend. <laughs> her white friend. And at the, the packing food thing is such a... It's such a good touch. It's perfection. Like, that thing always, always happens. She packed it well, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. She, she made yeah. sure to, like, layer the foods in a way that would be appropriate. And all that happened in, I want to say, 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, it was there, lovely. There are these tiny touches, like when they visit the mosque mm. and um, they do a whole... Um, that typical high school scene where they introduce the different crowds, except they do it in a mosque community mm. and they make these jokes about the halal gap and so on. And it's it's <laughs> great, like such perfect little touches. We're talking today about Miss Marvel, which just concluded last week. Uh, let us know, have you watched it yet? Are you excited to see more Miss Marvel? Because we certainly will be seeing her in the future. Uh, you can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Bring forth Moolah, BFM 89.9. Hello everybody, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn, Sharmila and Arvin and together we are reviewing Miss Marvel. Um, we've already spoken about basically that we all enjoyed it with some reservations. Um, I wanted to talk a bit more about the stuff you brought up, Sharmila, which was culture. Because I think for us here in Malaysia, where um, mosques are a regular sight, uh, the sound of prayers, a regular sound, um, where it is the majority religion, I, I think... Miss Marvel and the religion on screen plays differently to those of us here in comparison to those of us, say, living in America. And I was quite curious about that. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I kept having that sort of um, odd dissonance as well. And not not in a bad way. No, no. Uh, just it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you forget that this plays out differently in different communities, right? Um, even the fact that they they take care to show you um, diversity within the mosque communities, even diversity within the family, like you yeah. said, Armin. Um, and I think I don't know. There was there was something about it that felt both familiar and fresh. Um, I I don't know what this plays out like f to an American audience, but I know for me it it hit exactly the right spot. Same, uh, mm. I would say like hundred um, percent. There's that sense of you 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 understand the culture um, because of like what, like what you said, we live here. Um, but it's also that sense of watching this on screen in a MCU show on a Marvel Studios production. It's a big deal. Um, I think this show of all the shows where they've tried to you know bring culture or some sort of representation into the mix, I think this was done best. It also gave me uh, the strongest sense of the New Jersey friendly neighborhood superhero yeah. because. Mm. Yeah. You really get a feeling for what the neighborhood is like and where uh, the Khans fit into the sort of larger setting, whether it's at um, mosque gatherings, whether it's the people who show up for the wedding, um, whether it's the aunties who just drop by and visit and, and make remarks. You know, um, you really the Illuminantes, the, the Illuminantes, <laughs> yeah. Um, you really get a sense for the community as a whole. I think that is a very neat trick to accomplish, and maybe an argument for why um, a TV series structure works. Mm. So then we come back to that exact conflict, right? Because all the stuff there are things that are delightful in it not the world building the community building I think the world building was poor and the character and community building was great so I'm torn also about whether or not I feel that this shouldn't have been a, a show I think maybe six episodes half hour 
you know, I, I think it was the 45 minute run that sometimes started to feel a bit bloated. Yeah, I, I can't, I'm conflicted as well. I don't think, I, I did like the weekly drop. I did like that I could look forward to a new episode every week. And the community building is exactly it, right? I loved how, um, you know, out of nowhere, Kamala has a conversation about her Shah Rukh Khan fandom, mm. uh, you know, and they don't bother explaining no. particular food or particular costumes or particular customs. Um you're just thrown into it and it's so infectious and fun to be there that even if you don't know, so what? Like you can be part of it despite that. Um, all that I think only works in a TV format. It doesn't yeah. necessarily work in a film. Can I just say though that this also means that when certain characters change character or get sidelined or suddenly seem to be like, are you the same person mm. you were in the last episode? Because you're speaking different. Um, when, when, when that happens, that stuff is more painful in yes. a TV show format. Yeah, um, that's the thing, right? I just wanted to very quickly say that if you're a Bollywood fan, super exciting to see people like Farhan Akhtar and Fawad Khan um, playing pretty key roles in this. So again, another thing that sort of is very... Um, I think this show understands what it means to make a show that represents a community because lots of great mm. nods. Now, to get to the things that are more complicated, though, I think is that it never quite manages to nail the story it's trying to tell. Um, so there's so much build up and then it kind of feels like the story is going nowhere. The story is going nowhere and they need to decide what her powers are. Because yes, that's something yeah. That, yeah, that wasn't outlined first at all. Because in different episodes, she's able to do different things. And I think like even when you set rules for magic or powers or whatever it is, there have to be limitations or you know, like like some box or guideline as to what she's capable of and what she's not capable of. When did she train? I have a very simple question. When did she train? Because the each episode, her schedule's pretty packed. She's off it's, doing it's, stuff. It's pretty packed, She's yeah. meeting new people. Or she's around her family. When did she find the time to unlock levels upon levels of skills? Yeah, no, um, that we basically get an explanation of the entire mythology behind her mm. powers in what is like a one minute Excel spreadsheet kind of <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah. like, you know, um, and it doesn't make sense. And, and it's just wrapped up like that. We're basically introduced to this this whole thing. And then within like two episodes, it's resolved. So you're kind of like, what is it exactly I'm supposed to be invested in, in terms of the larger story of this show? On the flip side of that, I was very happy with how they handled the Captain Marvel stuff when it comes to powers and all, because she's a, she's a, a fan of Captain Marvel, right? And I was so worried that she would be in the shadow of, you know, you talk about culture. She, she's a brown daughter of immigrant parents and she's in the shadow of a blonde white superhero. Yeah. And, and I didn't, I was so worried that they would slip up at some point and make her identity connected to Captain Marvel in some way. The way they handle it is perfect. They were so, so clever and so tactful with the way they built her as a character. And at the end of it, at the end of the day, I was like very, very happy. Also because um, she becomes so distinct that you actually can't really imagine her in anybody's shadow. Um, one of the things that I mm. enjoy a lot about Kamala, um, aside from all the stuff that we, we mentioned, that this is not a typical immigrant teen story. Um, I like that she owns places. Um, that whenever she, she's not arrogant, she's just confident. Um, in every scene where she meets somebody new, she's thrust into some new situation or um, something has happened to her. What does she do? 
she eats a gyros. You know, it's it's that's <laughs> no, but that's the vibe. And I mean, that's a joke that they actually make in the show, but it's also the truth of it's how she conducts herself. And I actually really enjoy watching that, particularly because she's a teenage superhero and that's fun. I don't think we've given her enough shine uh, in this conversation. Iman Vellani? Right? Iman Vellani is so Vellani, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. She's, um, she's a newcomer. Like this is a debut for her. And she's so good. Like from the first episode, just so vibrant, so real. Um, even in the worst of scenes, I was like, oh, I love this kid. And and I would like watch episodes after episodes with her. She has such a signature energy that I cannot wait to see what she's like beside other Marvel superheroes. Like I'm imagining like what if what would happen if she meets Spider-Man? Or what would happen if she meets America Chavez? Oh, I want them to be friends. Right? Like yeah. exactly that. But it doesn't, that didn't happen for a lot of other MCU shows. But in Miss Marvel from the opening episode, I'm like, what would happen if she met... Rocket Raccoon or any one of them you know there's such a the parents such, wouldn't like that <laughs> not at all yeah. but there's such like crackling chemistry there that I cannot wait to see where this goes so all of which to say I think um, we can all agree that we are excited for to see where Miss Marvel herself goes mm. uh, I don't think that we are going to get a second season before we see her in a film is that right? that's the right the Marvels yes, the Marvels yeah. um, do we want, maybe it's too early to say whether we want a second season because we have to watch the movie. This is the, the Faustian <laughs> bargain that we've made. I know. Um, I actually would be very happy to have more TV shows, um, t- well, TV seasons, I suppose, with Miss Marvel um, because I feel like in the Marvels, it's not going to be just her story, mm. but I'm excited to see her again. I, I want movies all the way. Um, I don't think TV shows have the budget to do her powers justice. They look really wonky and some of the scenes look like really, really bad. I was like, what am I watching? Like some thing from yeah. the mid 2000s so yeah movie like captain planet level effects <laughs> captain power rangers level effects uh i'm no movie budget all the way for me i'm just excited to see her again um but i also want to see her family so that's the thing oh, yeah yes. that's yeah. the problem that is the the family are going to be bit players in a movie and i'm just i don't know i don't know i'm mm. not cool with that but whatever it's not it's not in our hands everybody so you know all we can do is watch these shows and tell you what we think which we've done um we've been talking today about miss marvel um the last season, the last episode of which just dropped last week uh let us know if you've watched it enjoyed it um whatsapp us 018-789-8899 tweet us at bfm radio write to us at movies at bfm.my thank you for listening to this podcast To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.